Love Talk Radio.
Hallelujah, hallelujah. House of prayer this morning <clears throat> and the blood that Jesus shared for us way back on Calvary. It's the blood that will never lose its power. Hallelujah. I've heard myself say sometimes to the enemy, the blood of Jesus is against you. <laughs> Hallelujah. Because that blood is a special kind of blood. It burn up anything that's not right. It will burn up anything that's coming your way, trying to stop something, mess up something. The blood of Jesus. It still have power. And the blood still works today. Uh-huh. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We're grateful unto Almighty God this morning for another Tuesday morning. And uh, he's brought us this far, and I don't believe God brought us this far to leave us, but he said he won't forsake us, that he will be with us until the end. And I believe that this morning. I had a little battle uh, with getting up, coming in here to do this this morning, but I thought to myself, you better get on and, and get it done. And so I got right on, because so many things sometimes come in your way, you have maybe medical appointments, dental appointments, and other things, you know, that you're trying to get done. Maybe you want to go get your feet done or your hair done or something. And uh, you have to take that time to get these things done. And so I don't want nothing to separate me from the love of God. I don't want hair do's, nails, feet, nothing to separate me from the work. Yeah, he chose me and called me to something. And so I want to be faithful unto him because he said if I would be faithful, he would give me a crown of life that would never fade away. Hallelujah. I'm seeking after that crown of life. Yeah. I'm looking for the high calling <laughs> in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. So we thank him this morning and we're going to prayer. And uh, after prayer, we're coming back with another song and, uh, after the song, we're going in today with Dr. Frank E. Ray, and uh, his message is this. Oh, he all the way down at the bottom. Hold on one minute. His message is when you are in his favor, when you're in the favor of Almighty God, he's explaining to us the things that would take place. Because look, if we love him, and we are obedient unto him. He won't withhold no good thing from us. Anything that's good, he's going to release it to us. Many times I prayed for things and it appeared that it was not coming. And in the spirit of the Lord spoke in my spirit to let me know, hey, it won't work together for your good. Not today. Now that don't mean it won't work together for my good next month. But April the 4th, it won't work for your good, Barbara. So when it won't work together for my good, I leave it alone. I don't keep going back to him about it because he heard me the first time. I promise. Anytime we talk to him, that very first time he heard me. He may not say nothing about it to you. He may not give you an answer on it right away, but he heard you. The first time. He proved that to me over and over again. And I'm grateful unto him. The next thing is giving. He loved the cheerful giver. 
He loves somebody who gives and not expecting anything back. Hey, Barbara, how much you got? Uh, Lord, I got $56 in my checking account. Give that to so-and-so. <laughs> and I can't say, but that's all I got. No, that's not all I got. Because as soon as I release it, as soon as I give, he's going to multiply back to me some way, somehow. How in the world? Listen to this. I know a person, their income may be about $8 from being $700. Listen to me, per month. Listen to me now. About $8 from being $700 a month. That means their income for the month, 30 to 31 days, excuse me, it's $692. That, that's the income for the whole month. Four weeks. Again, 30 or 31 days. How in the world can that person pay almost $3,000 a month in bills? How is that possible? How is it possible for them to have uh, luxury things? How is that? They told me giving is what blessed them. And I do understand what they're talking about. I do understand it. Because when we give, God gives back to us. And, and, and I'm not just talking about money, but giving of our time, giving of our service, helping somebody, and not just family members, strangers, neighbors, enemies even. When you give, God give back to you. Now, somebody's going to tell you all of that is old-fashioned. You ain't got to do all of that. Somebody's going to tell you that's the old-timey way. <laughs> Somebody else going to tell you that's back in the day. That's antique style. That That's for old-timers. But let me tell you this. It's none of these things really that they're saying to a certain degree because of this. God does not change, and neither does his word. It's just that we haven't been in his word. We haven't been in the old path looking around. We in today looking at the new age and the new ways. A lot of us don't work unto the Lord because we in the new wave, new age. And they teaching folks you ain't got to do nothing but pray. But he was the one who inspired man to write it in his word that the harvest is plenteous, but the labors are few. That means he don't have enough workers. He got plenty of work, but he don't have enough workers. He had them to put in there, pray that the Lord of the harvest would send more workers. Pray that I will employ more people. I will hire more workers. But in order for workers to come, they got to believe. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. They got to believe and believe that he is. Again this morning, a rewarder of them <clears throat> that diligently seek him. We got to seek God to find the work, the position, in other words, 
that he hired us for. Do you know your position, what position God hired you for? Or you just keep coming to him to get all that you think that you need. And you're not really concerned about nobody else for you and yours. See, selfish people, they come to God. They come to God to get all they can from God. They didn't come to him to give to him. They come to him to get from him. But he loves the cheerful giver. I have a friend, every time I turn around, they done gave me something. I uh, got a text that I had something in the mail. And it said, look in the mailbox. Told me where to go find it at. I looked, because usually they drop it at the door. When I looked in the mailbox, that was a package. I opened the package. It was a beautiful mug. Absolutely gorgeous. And it had all that encouraged me on the mug. Sisters forever and all kind of stuff like that, you see. That blessed me real good and encouraged me real good. Now, I told the person, uh, don't worry, I got a surprise for you. They said, no, just keep being my sister, and I will. But it is a very, very pitiful person that keep taking and never give back. Keep taking, but gives nothing back. Yeah. When you hear me talk about Angela Foote, for months and months and months, Angela Foote supported, and still does, when she can. I told you, she's the lady in the operating room that when the doctor says scalpel, she give him the scalpel, knife, she give him the knife, whatever. She came on the scene supporting Jesus in the morning. And she liked to say, good morning, Sister Jared, and Sion, and different ones. And yeah, because Brother Louie, because she feels like she know us. She's right here with us. But she come supporting. God loves a cheerful giver. And when we walk up right for him, before him, we're given. We found out what he called us or chose us for, and we're working in our position. Now, I want to share this. Not everybody have a high position, but your position is just as important as the high one. Somebody say, well, the, the apostle position, the bishop position, those are big, big positions. Let me tell you what those are. More work positions. Those people are supposed to be working harder than the pastor, harder than the members, harder than the minister. Yeah, because they, they, they got high positions. So maybe he just called you to be a field worker and you're an usher. You, you, you park the cars at the church. You're in the security at the church. Because, see, people won't see that as a high position. They just see you as a field worker. But how many know whatever he called or chose you for is very important. Many members, one body. Because whatever position he called you to, you got to plug yourself into the body. You're part of the body. And we got to remember this. 
And again, cheer forgiving don't always mean money. You you can pick the phone up and call somebody and encourage them. Maybe you haven't been doing as much as you used to do with your husband or wife. Go back to doing that. It's going to put them in a place where they feel safe. It's going to put them in a place where they still know you love them because you was coming up short. Now, they know if you're working and you got to do something that you don't normally do, but now you're in a place where you got to do it, they're supposed to understand. Thank you, Brother Lewis. Luke 16 and 10, he that is faithful in that which is least is faithful also in much. And he that is unjust in the least is unjust also in much. That's the word, Luke 16 and 10. You see, that's not Barbara's word. And and I'm going to tell you something. I share a lot of things, and I don't give out scriptures. Because I I, I watch them... uh, what they call Bible beaters. Them that's always can tell you where the scripture at and this and that. Let me tell you something. You watch their life. That's what you do. See, the word is in me. And whenever I get up for anything with God that requires the word, he's going to bring it out of me. You won't always hear word for word like you read it in the Bible, but it's in everyday plain, understandable language. Because if I come in other kind of way, you're not going to understand. If I come giving big diamond words and, oh, my goodness, and the bees and the vows, you're not going to understand that. What in the world is she talking about? But when I give you plain, everyday, common English, you understand what I'm saying. And it may not be the proper English. It may be broken English. It may be country English. But you understand what I'm saying. If not, so many people wouldn't come through the archives, archives and the podcast. They wouldn't take a listen because they wouldn't know what I'm saying. But that which I bring to you is the truth. It's in his word. (laughs) Hallelujah, Jesus. And the just shall live by faith. And the just shall walk by faith and not by sight. Yeah. We walk in the spirit, praying that we don't fulfill the lust of our flesh. All of that is spiritual. And if you don't have the spirit of God in you, ruling and reigning, you you really won't understand. Because your natural is not going to do with spiritual. They're always at war. The carnal and the spiritual is always fighting against each other. The flesh and the spirit is always at war. Now, that was the flesh told me, don't do the show today, lay down. <laughs> yeah. The spirit said, get on up and go in there and do it. You up, you're not sleep. Matter of fact, you're not sleepy. So what would hinder me from coming to obey God? If I walk in the flesh, I would have disobeyed. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Master. Oh, we thank you this morning. Let's pray. Father God, in the name of Jesus. Oh, thank you. Hallelujah. Glory to his majesty. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Hallelujah. Mm. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we come before you this morning in the name of Jesus. 
We thank you for another Tuesday morning. We thank you for waking us up, closing our right mind. Father, we thank you for the life, health, and strength in our bodies. We may not have all we desire. And, Lord, we may look back and say, when I was 20, I could do this and I could do that. And I could no longer do that. But, Father, you blessed us yet to be here. And you're yet blessing us. Many of us get things done. It may be in slow motion, but God, you yet blessed us. Somebody can't do it at all. Somebody's in a nursing home, a rehabilitation place. Somebody gone on, can't come back. But you blessed us to be here, and we're grateful unto you. We appreciate you, Father, and we thank you this morning. We give you glory. We give you the honor, Father, and the praise. But there's none like you. Oh, thank you this morning. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We thank you for all you've done, so many wonderful things. We thank you for what you're doing right now, great and mighty things. Hallelujah. We thank you for what you're going to do for us. Hallelujah. Because, Father, you know our future. You know what's ahead of us. And you know what we need. But we thank you this day. We thank you right now in this day. Yesterday is gone. Father, and tomorrow is not promised, but we are here right now. And we come thanking you this morning. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. And Father, I bring every caller and every listener before you, those coming through the archives and the podcast as well. We ask today, Father, that you would bless like never before this day. Lord, it's a Tuesday. And we want the feeling of the weekend. We want the feelings of Friday, Lord, as if you have paid us. Many people get paid on Friday. We want to feel like today is payday. And, Father, if you bless us, we'll share your blessings with others. Help us today. Help us to look to the hills from which cometh our help. All of our help comes from you. Father, it's you that made the heavens and the earth. We thank you this morning. We come this morning praying for our family and friends that, Father, you would save the unsaved in our families, in our friends. Save this morning. Sanctify today. Fill them with your spirit in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Near and far, move by your spirit today. Lord, we ask that you would make a house call. The Lord, you would send your anointing through our homes. Whatever's there that shouldn't be, whether it's the thoughts, whether it's the actions and deeds, whatever it is that should not be, Lord, we ask that you would cast it back to the pits of hell and rebuke the enemy for our sake. In the name of Jesus, thank you, Father. Oh, thank you this morning. And Father, We come asking that you would heal the sick today. You heal all manner of sickness and disease. Do it for your glory in the name of Jesus. Do it, Lord, so we'll follow you down the right path in the name of Jesus. Touch this morning. Uh, Stop the pain, oh God. Stop the aches. Heal hips and joints, oh God. Hear arms and hands and stomachs and hearts, eyes, oh God, ears, hear this morning, throats, 
heal today the total body in the name of Jesus. Heal us mentally. Help us to let this mind be in us that was also in your son, Christ Jesus. Do it today, oh God. We need you. We can't do it without you. If you give us the same mind of Christ, you'll give us a mind of obedience unto you and your word. Oh, thank you this morning. Hallelujah. Thank you. Hey, God. We thank you today. Mm. Thank you, Lord, for being such a wonderful father like we never had. One that know everything about us. One that loves us beyond our wildest imagination. One who would never leave us, not forsake us. Hey, glory. But be with us until the end. We thank you this morning. We thank you, Jesus. And Father, we bring those that are incarcerated before you, and especially those that are innocent. Lord, you know the purpose and the plan. You know why they're locked up. We bring those that are guilty, but God, they gave them too much time for the crime that they committed. It, it, it don't require all of that. But God, you know money's involved and power and politics and all this stuff. But Baba, we know that you're able to sort it out and release these people in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Every family member, God, of your people that's locked up, we ask that you would release them. If it be your you know who's ready and who's not ready to be released. You know who's innocent and who's guilty. You know who got too much time and who didn't. Do it today, oh God. In the name of Jesus. Bless those that are in every branch of the military. Our military, God. Bless the administration of our military. Have mercy this morning. Lead and guide them, God, in the way to go and keep them safe from all hurt, harm, or danger. Bless their families and their friends, oh God. Bless their homes. They left to go to protect us. Father, leading God again today in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Bless widowers and bereaved families and intercessory prayer people and preachers everywhere preaching in the name of Jesus and obedience unto you and love for your people. Father, continue to protect Israel and Jerusalem in the name of Jesus. Mm. Have mercy today. Father, we ask that you would bless our brothers and sisters everywhere, overseas. And Lord, especially those that have to hide to obey you. Can't mention your name, can't mention the Bible, can't quote scriptures. Have mercy this morning, oh God. Lucia protected angels to stand watch to shield and protect them. Keep them from all hurt, harm, or danger in the name of Jesus. We thank you this morning. Father, continue to bless America and the leadership of America. But, Father, we ask that you would have mercy this morning. And that, God, you would give us a change of mind and heart and lead us back to you, O God, in the name of Jesus. There's nothing too hard for you to do. Mm. We know that with you all things are possible. And the script even says we have not because we ask not. And Father, we don't believe we ask in a miss, but we believe we ask in for what we know you can do. You have all power. Hallelujah. 
There's no higher power. And Father, we ask it all in Jesus' name. Amen and hallelujah. Bless this segment of Jesus in the morning. Have your way here. Move by your spirit here. Open our spiritual ears. Father, so we can hear what the spirit is saying to us, the church. Father, so that we can prepare for your return. So that we can become a more obedient people unto you today. We ask it all in Jesus' name. Amen and hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. I can hear this. There's not a friend like the lowly Jesus. No, not one. No, not one. I can hear that. I can hear it. None else could heal all our souls' diseases. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We're grateful unto him. We're going to one more song of the morning, and uh, when we come back, we are coming back with Dr. Frank E. Ray, and uh, Doc can sing, too. He can sing. I like to hear him sing a song that says upstairs. Yeah, he's saying that. I may be able to play it for us this morning so you can hear it, but let's go in with this one, and when we come back, we're coming back with Dr. Frank E. Ray. Hallelujah.
I see on the Lord. We can't do nothing until he comes. We can't undo nothing. We can't change nothing. (laughs) We can't make it the way we want it. We have to faithfully wait on him. Now, once he get done and he bring us out to trial, we're going to be better. And while you're in the midst of this trial, Lord, what are you trying to teach me? Because there's a lesson in the trial. Dr. Norwood said there's a blessing in the storm. And it is. I can testify to that. Every round goes higher. So the more you learn, the higher you're going up. Because you're knowing more about God. You know more about the ways he moves and how he does things. They said no over here. You went away feeling sad. But in a couple of days, you found out the answer is yes, because God said yes to whatever it is you felt you wanted or needed. Yeah, he's that kind of way. Listen, I'm going to apologize right quick. Uh, Let's go and hear... uh, Dr. Ray's, wait, let's see if I can find him up here. Okay, let's hear him saying upstairs, and we're not going to play the whole thing. I'm going to switch over and get to the message of the day. When you are in his favor, that's the title of the message today. I just want to hear y'all hear him saying a little bit. One day, my 
trying to get I'm getting ready Well, God bless you. Did you know that there's a such thing as having the favor of God? And when you are in the favor of God, the devil himself can't do nothing with you. I preached a sermon not long ago and taught entitled the favor of God. Let's listen as God speaks to our heart. Sing cold. 
and your friends a few there is someone someone who cares for you when there's tears all in your eyes your heart bleeds inside there is someone I tell you who cares for you look at somebody there's someone who cares someone to share all your trouble like no other no other one will do can I tell you what he will do he will come down the sky wipe every tear from your eyes someone want to know why you're his child I'll tell you he cares for you someone to care someone who'll share how much all of your trouble like no other, no other one will do. He will come down from the sky. He'll wipe every tear from your eyes. You are his child. I tell you, he cares for you. Hallelujah. Anybody here know he cares? I'm glad I'm serving a God that he cares. That sometimes it looks like nobody cares about you but God, but... Can I tell you, when you know he can, you got the right person on your side. Hallelujah.
Bless you. Bless you. The book of Chronicles. First Chronicles chapter 4. First Chronicles chapter 4. Verses 9 and 10. And if you have your Bibles, keep it. Keep it open there. We want to allow the Holy Spirit to unpack for us what he has impacted to many. First Chronicles chapter 4 verse 9 and 10. When you find it, say amen. And Jabez was more honorable than his brethren. His mother called his name Jabez, saying, Because I bear him with sorrow. Jabez called on the God of Israel, saying, Oh, that thou wouldest bless me indeed, and enlarge my coast, that thine hand might be with me, and that thou would keep me from evil, that it may not grieve me. And God granted him that which he requested. I want to talk about when you're in his favor. When you're in his favor. Help me say that. When you're in his favor. Thank you. So much. Would you give me time to walk through this text when you're in his favor? I was somewhat concerned when I walked through these passages of Scripture. When you read First Chronicles chapter 4, Verses 1 through 8. And then pick up verse 11. And read throughout the rest of the chapter. It looked like a huge mass of confusion. Because it is a long laundry list of names and names only. It says nothing about what these people did, what they accomplished. It is as if though they were just a footnote in history. It says nothing about their accolades, nothing about their accomplishment. The names was just recorded. I hope and pray that when I'm going off the scene, that my name won't just be a footnote in history. That there will be some things that someone will remember that I did to bless someone else. I don't just want to be a person that came, lived, and died. I want to make a difference in the life of somebody 
I hope that's the prayer of every person in this house. That it is not enough just to exist. It's not just enough for me to get enough education just to get me a good job so I can provide for me and my family, and that's it. You should want to make a difference in the life of somebody. That someone will remember the things you did to impact their lives. Apparently, these people just lived and died. But in the midst of all of these people that did nothing, the Holy Spirit picked out one person by the name of Jabez. And he gave us two verses on him. I hope you won't miss nothing in these verses. Watch what it says. It says, And Jabez was more honorable than his brethren. Here's what it means. He was not satisfied in just making a passing grade. He was not satisfied as being just a regular person. He set out to make sure he was at the top of the class. I think that whatever you decide that you're going to do or be, give it your best. If you're going to be a beautician, don't just be a regular beautician. Make sure that people have to pass other places to get to yours. Because you have a product that they can't find nowhere else. If you're going to be a liar, don't just be a liar. Be the best liar that you can be. I mean, make, make money off of telling lies. If you're going to, whatever you decide you're going to do, do your best. Get, get to the top of the line. Remember, you're the only one that can hold you back. Stop putting it on other folk and say, I would be further than this if it hadn't been for my mama, hadn't been for my daddy, hadn't been for my sister. Maybe you can say that when you're in the elementary age or tender teens, but once you get grown, you're the only one holding you back. If, if, if you think you can't make it, you can't make it. If you think you are a failure, you are a failure. If you think you can't succeed, you can't succeed. But you have to understand that black is an adjective. Talk to me, somebody. It's not a subject. Come on, so just being black ain't going to hold you back. I mean, that has been proven a few years ago that, that you can reach the highest office in the nation with the color black. Talk to me, somebody. So we can't say no more, I'm black and I'm limited in what I can do. You can do whatever you want to do if you make sure that God is in charge. This man, Jabez, was more honorable than his brethren. 
In other words, he didn't just set out to be just like his brothers. Now, for you to see the text, evidently his brothers knew how to pray. But he was at the top of the line with a prayer life. To the extent that the Holy Spirit picks him out above all of the others. Now I know sometimes we think that some people have the edge on us because they have more privileges than we have, more opportunities than we have. Can I show you something about Jabez? It's right here in verse 9. Jabez was more honorable than his brethren. It said, and his mother called his name Jabez, saying, because I bear him with sorrow. Now, if you're making notes, write down the little word pain. P-A-I-N, pain. She called him pain. Now, parents have to be very careful what you name your children. Before you give a child a name, you need to do some investigation on the name. Because remember, that's what folk going to call them the rest of their lives. And since that name is going to be on the forefront, watch what you call your child. Because that's what they're going to answer to. If you call your child nothing, that's what they're going to answer to. If you call your child stupid, that's what they're going to answer to. Y'all don't like me. If you call them a slut, that's what they're going to answer to. That's what they're going to hear. That's what they're going to start believing. Watch what you call your child. Parents, sometimes we mock our children by what we call our children. She called his name pain. Hmm. I'm not sure why she named him pain. It could be that he interfered with her future. It could be by getting pregnant with him caused her to miss a career she had set out to accomplish. It could be because of getting pregnant by him, she carried so much pain while she was carrying the baby. They tell me that when a person is pregnant and get ready to give birth, that they're closer to death then than ever. I don't know. I can't, I can't attest to that. I've never been pregnant before. I, I'm not sure. But they say, pain excruciating pain really work on you when you get ready to deliver. I'm not sure why she named him pain, but she did. It could be that she peeped into the future and saw how the world was changing and knew that she was bringing a child into a world that would be have misguided men but guided missiles. In a world where people would love grass more than grapes. In a world where people would love uh, 
practice more politics than to practice prayer. In a world where people would know more and care more about silver than salvation. Maybe she looked in and saw that this world that she was bringing this child in was a world where men would love men. And women would love women. She looked into this world and saw that everybody was going to be dog eat dog. Maybe she named him pain because she knew where he was headed. Because she did know this is a world of pain. Mm. This is a world where pain and panic chase the streets like June bugs in the summer sun. But it can I tell you, pain ain't so bad. I'm looking at somebody here now. You have experienced pain most of your life. You've had some kind of pain. Maybe it's physical pain. If you ain't hurting one place, you're hurting somewhere else. If it's not your head, it's your foot. If it's not your hand, it's your knees. Well, y'all looking at me strange. Maybe I need to get two or three with it. Is anybody in this house now ever experienced any pain? Anybody? Any, anybody here ever experienced pain? You see, there is physical pain, but there's also mental pain. Mental pain is the stuff the doctor can't find. You can go get your x-ray. You can get on an x-ray machine. Doctor can check you out inside and out. Can't find nothing, but you know it's there. Because sometimes this is hard pain. <laughs> that when your children hurt you, when your parents hurt you, when your close friends hurt you, it's a pain that you can't find medicine over the counter. And the doctor sure can't describe, can't describe for you because you don't know what to tell the doctor and he don't know what to look for. Talk to me, somebody. You know what I discovered? Pain will do. Pain will make us think. If you didn't think before you start having some pain, pain will make you think. Yeah. <laughs> Do I have a witness? Pain is the body's earthly warning system. Warning, 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 warning. If there's a pain, that means something ain't right. <laughs> Am I here by myself? When you got some pain, if you ain't been going to the doctor, you're going to go check it out. You say, I don't know what it is, but I know it's something. Pain will have you doing stuff you wouldn't normally do. You know, folk that talk a lot, they got pain, they shut up. Pain will make you better or bitter. Whenever God sent it, he sends it to make us better. But when the devil sends it, he sends it to make us bitter. Preach from right here. Do I have a witness here? He, you see, God whispers 
through pleasure. God speaks through conscience. But God shouts through pain. I will be through here in a moment. And whenever there's pain, you need to find somebody you can go to. You know, old folk used to sing this song, Such Me, Lord. Such me through and through. If you find anything, <laughs> he should straighten it out and strengthen me. He said, because I want to be right. I want to be saved. Talk to me, somebody. I want to be hope. That means if you have pain, don't waste it. Because God take the shovel of sorrow to dig the well of joy with. And, and, and you got to take advantage of pain now because one day there'll be no more. Because Revelation 21 and 4, and he said, And God shall wipe all tears from your eyes, and there'll be no more death, no more sorrow. And he ended the verse, And there'll be no more pain. But while we're here, we're going to experience heaviness and some pain. Look at somebody sitting next to him and say, honey, are you hurting in here now? Are you, is there hurt? Talk to somebody. You see, every pain has a message behind the pain. Y'all don't like me. <laughs> you know what I discovered? All of us like gifts. But pain is a gift don't nobody want. <laughs> I know I'm preaching y'all. But you know, there is no house in Memphis that can hang a sign out the window and say, no hurt here. Mm. You may not be hurting over what I'm hurting over, but there's some hurt somewhere. That's why you ought not to mess with folk all the time because you don't know what they're going through. You don't know what they're encountering. Talk to me, something. You don't know the pain that they got to suffer and you're trying to make them speak to you and you get upset because they don't. Go on with yourself. Everybody don't feel like speaking all the time. They don't feel like foolishness all the time. Talk to me something. I mean, don't, don't jump on a person because they didn't speak to you today. If you follow them home, you might find out why they didn't speak. You think they acting bad. Put yourself in their shoes. And say, if I had to go through what they're going through, I probably wouldn't speak. I'd probably shoot somebody. Hmm. He was named pain. But when you know when a person has the favor of God, it's when they can function with pain. And you don't know they're hurting. <laughs> Talk to me, somebody. 
You see, some folks, they won't tell everybody how bad they're hurting. I'm hurting so bad. I'm going through this. I'm going through that. But some folks can have pain and keep their head up. Some folks can have pain and keep moving and keep functioning and keep enjoying life. And you ask them, how you doing what you're doing? How you so happy? You got to tell them there's something within that hold it the rain. There's something within that vanishes all pain. So I can't explain it all I know. I've got something on the inside. Hmm. I see pain, but I see how he handled it. It's in the text. I see prayer. It's a and Jabad called on the Lord. Do you know sometimes we go to the wrong person for pain relief? Sometimes person we go to for pain relief, they just might be rejoicing over your pain. Okay. Or to have two witnesses in this house. Because mm -hmm. some people, they in so much pain themselves, they feel good when they know somebody else going through it. Because misery loves company. Mm -hmm. So sometimes you don't even let, know, let other folk know how you're hurting. <laughs> let them keep eating Wonder Bread. <laughs> and go straight to the one that can do something about it. Mm -hmm. Am I here by myself? We talk too much. We tell too many other folk about our hurts, about our sorrows, about our pains, and they rejoice over what you're going through. When there's one named Jesus, that when you tell him, he won't tell nobody else. He can keep it to himself. Mm. Now watch the prayer. It was urgent. Let me tell you how you can tell an urgent prayer. An urgent prayer is a short prayer. These are long prayers. Now as I bow in, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob, the God of my granddaddy, the God of my grandmama, that ain't no urgent prayer. Urgent prayer is something like this. Help, Lord. Yes, Lord Jesus. Help, Lord. Mercy. That's an urgent prayer. You ain't got to spend a lot of time. You ain't got to spend no long time praying. If it's urgent, you ain't got time to do that. If you hit it for a head-on collision, you ain't got time to say, Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. All you can say is, Mercy! Anybody know mercy will step right in, take control of that situation and navigate you on around and bring you out safe. Sometimes when a prayer is urgent, it ain't long. When Peter wanted to walk on the water, he used 13 words. Mm -hmm. 
But when he started to sinking, he took ten of those back. And just used three words, Lord, save me. Anybody here ever prayed an urgent prayer? Oh, you can tell if it's urgent. It ain't going to be long. Because God know how to hear. He know how to answer our prayer. It was not only urgent, it was personal. Yeah. It's in your Bible. Watch verse 10. Jabez called on the God of Israel and said, Oh, that thou would bless me. That's personal. It's all right to pray for your family. It's all right to pray for your co-workers. It's all right to pray for the folk down the street. Pray for your children. But every now and then, you got to say, it's not my mother. It's not my father. It's not my sister. Yes, sir. It's not my brother. But it's me. Oh, Lord. Standing in the need of prayer. Talk to me, somebody. Anybody here ever pray some personal prayers? I mean, long as you're in public, you need to mention somebody else. But when you get in your own closet, get by yourself, you can talk to God. You ain't got to worry about breaking no verbs and putting every word and its punctuation in the right place. You can say this here and uh-huh and that, that. No matter. God, he know your heart. Talk to me if you can. He said, this prayer is a personal prayer. And every now and then, you got to get personal with the Lord. <laughs> Talk to me, somebody. Every now and then, you got to be like David. Listen to David in Psalms 23. He said, the Lord is my shepherd. And I shall not walk. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside still water. He restore my soul. He leadeth me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadows of death, I will fear no evil. For thou art with me. Thou rock, thou staff, they comfort me. Thou prepare the table before me in the presence of my enemies. Thou runnest my head with all my cup running over surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever sometimes you gotta just hug yourself say Lord I need you to bless me The prayer was personal. But not only was the prayer personal, it was a daring prayer. Y'all see it? Here it is. Verse 10 again. Jabez called on the God of Israel saying, Oh, 
that thou would bless me. But it wasn't true. Indeed. He said, listen, I'm not just acting for something little. He said, I want to get, I want to do something spectacular. Let me see if I can drop it in your spirit so you know what Jabez said. Jabez said, I'm not just praying for a job. He said, I want the company. Talk to me, somebody. I'm not just praying to be NBA player. I want to own the team. Sometimes when we go to God, we ask for too little from God. But if you got asked for something little, you're going to get something little in return. But if you ask God for something great, is there anybody in the house know the God I serve is a great God? Am I doing all right in this house? Stop worrying God with little bitty stuff. When you can move on up <laughs> a little higher, look at somebody and say, neighbor, I'm going to go to God and ask for something great from my God because God is able. Do I have a witness? I'm still in the verse, y'all. You see, number one is pain. Second, you see, is prayer. But then you see his passion. <laughs> it's right in the text. He said, here's what I want you to do. I want you to enlarge my coast. Now, let me just throw in for free. You see, many times, we always look at one side of the picture. He said, listen, when you enlarge my coast, that means I'm asking for more responsibility. Because you can't have a company with two folk and expect you can function like having a company with 200. Are y'all in this house? You got to change everything. The more you get, the more you got to deal with. You know, when I was at Salem, and we didn't have but 30 or 40 members, wasn't nobody telling no real big lies on me. Y'all don't hear me. I mean, there's a few little teenage lies. Wasn't no big stuff. But can I tell you, the more God give you, the more you got to get ready for fiery darts. If you can't stand the fire, you better get out of there as soon as you can. Because you ain't going to have all of God's blessings without going through some of the burdens. I don't think y'all hear me this time. I know you're saying, I want God to bless me, but you can't be blessed 
with tender skin. If you're going to be blessed, your skin got to be tough. You got to be able to encounter some stuff. You got to be able to be willing to be lied on. Your name hung out on the wings in the morning. You got to say, whatever way you bless me will be all right with me. Am I here by myself? You got to be willing to say, I know I'm going to have some dark days, but I'm not going to throw in the towel. I'm not going to give up the ship. I'm not going to quit the race. Because if God bless me, I know he got something. And ain't going to leave me out there by myself. I got to quit, y'all. You got to have passion. He said, watch what he said. He said, enlarge my coast. He said, give me a little more influence. Ah, y'all don't like me. Some of y'all won't admit it, but many of you have been blessed. Now listen to what the Lord said to me. He said in Malachi 3 verse 12, he said, I'll make your name great. It's in America. I got that because I trusted God with a dime out of every dollar. He said, I'll make your name great. Now, you know what that does? It not only did it make my name great, many of you have been blessed by my name. Y'all don't like that. Some of y'all have gone visiting other churches or whatever, and you get up and say, I'm a member of Rum Frankie Ray's church. And they take you out to dinner. <laughs> Y'all ain't going to help me here. They do something special for you because you are identified with me. You didn't get none of the licks. They didn't throw no fiery dots at you. They just scandalized my name. Talk to me, somebody. And you've been blessed by the benefits. Are you praying with me? But when you ask for something great from God, get ready. He's going to bless you. But you got to be willing to go through the fire. Come along with the blessings. It's something else in the text. I see it. I'm going to give you all every bit of it. You see, his passion. But you can't miss this. You also see his presence. Here it is. Jabez called on the God of Israel saying, Oh, that thou would bless me indeed and enlarge my coast, and that thy hand might be with me. Is that in your Bible? That means don't just bless me with this. I need you to keep your hand on me. Because blessings make some folk start acting a fool. Blessing makes some folk forget the blesser and start just focusing on the blessing. You don't want to ever be blessed and God take his hand off of you. Talk to me, somebody. Because what you had will turn to nothing but suck. But when God bless you, make sure you say to him, whatever you do, you come along with my blessings. 
Because if you with me, even though Satan try to take me out, he can't get to me because I got your presence. Help me say, I got your presence. Your presence. With me everywhere. Do I have a witness? Thank God for his presence. Anybody know his presence will show up? When you got his presence, you don't need no security. You don't have to have no armor barrels. When you got his presence, because people try to come up from behind to take you out. But I got God the Father behind me. Some will set up ambushes ahead of you. But I ain't worried about it because I've got God the Son ahead of me. Some will try to come on either side to get to you. But I've got goodness on one side. I've got mercy on the other side. The devil sometimes will try to ease in you to mess up your mind. But I ain't worried about that because I've got God, the Holy Ghost, on the inside. Anybody here, can you testify that I've got God's presence? The psalmist said, he walks with me. He talks with me. He tells me that I am his all. And the joy we share as we tarry there, none of that has ever known that. I got a couple more little pieces in verse 10. I know you didn't see it, but I'm going to show it to you. Not only do I see his presence, but I also see his protection. It's right here. It said, that thou hand might be with me, here it is, and that thou would keep me from evil. <laughs> That's protection. Shout protection. Yeah. Set protection one more time. Because uh, did you know you stumble into stuff that you don't even know is out there. You stumble into situations uh, that can mess you up and take your life forever. But thank God uh, I've got God's protection. Mm. Hit me say I got his protection. Thank God for his mighty protection. Mm. Y'all hear me, don't you? One of the protection agents is called mercy. Yeah, there was one day, Lord, I'm quitting. One day, time, justice, and mercy decided that they was going to call a conference meeting. Yeah, they said, well, let's meet tomorrow at high noon. Yeah, at noon, time was there. Yeah, at noon, justice was there. But mercy was late arriving. Yeah, they waited until 12.30, and justice, a little restless, says the time. What time did we tell Mercy to be here? Time said to Justice, we agreed that we'd be here till high noon. Justice said, I don't believe it. 
somebody saying one thing and don't keep their word. So let's go on and leave and reschedule the meeting. But time said, no, tell you what, uh, justice is always busy. Mercy is always trying to do odd and end jobs. Let's wait on mercy until one o'clock. Justice said, all right, we'll wait till one, but not a minute after one. At one o'clock, time and justice was walking the flow, but mercy still had not made his arrival. Yeah, and justice said, I've had enough, let's go. Time agreed to, well, we gave mercy enough time, but mercy has not made his arrival. So they started to walk off. But justice looked down the road and saw dust flying in the air. Yeah, justice said the time, someone is coming. Let's wait and see if that's really mercy. Yeah, after a while, mercy got in eyeshot of time and justice and said, that is mercy coming. But look like mercy has been in an accident. Lord, mercy kept coming. They saw that one of his sleeves had been torn off his arm. They saw that one leg was wet with water. They saw the other leg had been burned by fire. Yeah, and finally, when Mercer made us arrival, Mercer said to them, Man, I know, I told y'all I was going to get here at high noon. I left home in time to get here. As soon as I left home, I was going through a little town called Babylon. Oh, Lord, I heard Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego had got in trouble down there with the king. And the king was throwing them in the fiery furnace. And I heard them cry, mercy. And I went down in that fiery furnace. I conditioned the men to stand the flame. That's why one of my legs have been burned. Lord, I left that running because I knew I was running a little late. Before I could get started good, I went by a lion's den. And as I was passing the den, I heard Daniel down in the den crying, Lord, have mercy. Don't have a witness here. I went down in the den, rocked the lions asleep, one leg my sleeve. That's why my sleeve has been torn off. Lord, I left that running on my way, trying to get here in time. I decided to take another shortcut. I went down by the Red Sea and stand 
morning at the banks of the river was Moses and all of Israel. They was trapped in rocks and mountains on both sides. Pharaoh's army coming on behind. The Red Sea standing right before them. And they was all crying out mercy. Do I have a witness here? I went down in the water. I held the water back for Israel and all of Moses' fans to get across on the other side. I'm late, but I finally made it. Is there anybody in the house known that there's one agent that's called mercy? Have I got a witness here that when you can't get through, anybody know mercy will? Hit me some mercy will. Mercy will. Shout mercy one more time. Mercy will. I'm out of here. I see one more thing in the text. Not only do I see pain, not only do I see prayer, not only do I see passion. Do I have a witness here? Not only do I see presence, not only do I see protection, but I see power. Shout power one time, because the end of the verse, and God granted him his request. Shake somebody else's hand and say, neighbor, if you have the favor of God, don't worry about it, because God God will grant you your request to have a witness here. Don't leave with a hung down head. And don't be embarrassed to ask God for some great things. Because God is, he's a great God. I'm trying to get out of here. Is there anybody in the house know the God I serve? He's a great God. He's Worthy to be praised. That's why I get up in the morning praising the Lord. I praise Him for who He is. I praise Him for what He has already done. I praise Him for what I know He can do. Anything too hard for my God, I tell you, He can do it. Can God do it? I said, can you do it? Can God do it? I wish you felt like I feel. He can. He can. He can. He can. <laughs> he can. Ought to have two or three witnesses in this house. You've already asked him for something. Didn't he answer you? Didn't he answer you? He may not come when you want him, but he's always, hit me so always, always.
right on time. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. My soul's on fire. He's been so good to me. You don't mind if I testify a moment. Uh, He's been so good to me. Uh, so good. So good. Hallelujah. I can't complain. I can't grumble. I can't walk my head down. If he was any better, I wouldn't be able to stand it. Hallelujah. Ah, yes, sir. Hallelujah. Look at somebody. Can y'all testify with me? Look at somebody and catch them by the hand. I'm finna leave you alone. So, honey, you don't know, like I know, <laughs> what the Lord has done for me. Now, look at somebody on the other side and say, listen, can I shake your hand? Say, you don't know, <laughs> like I know, <laughs> what the Lord has done for me. <laughs> and then look up at heaven and say, he picked me up. <laughs> Turn me around, uh, place my feet uh, on solid ground. Uh, thank you, sir. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I don't like to quit before 11.30. I got 14 more minutes, but I'm going to stop. 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 Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It's about Eyes are closed. Mm. If the Lord has done anything for you, take about 30 seconds and tell him thank you for who he is, for what he has done and how he did it. He don't owe us nothing. But he should have been good to us. Hallelujah. Gracious God, our Father, we thank you again for another wonderful day. Thank you for your presence and for your spirit. We thank you for showing up. Thank you for speaking to us. We thank you for your word. Touching this house now. To those that you have sent here to be a part of this family and fellowship, give them courage and boldness to say yes to you. In the wonderful name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. The door is open. Invitation is extended.
you here this morning and Dr. Frank E. Ray this morning, and uh, Doc, look here, Doc was physical. Yeah, he was feeling it this morning, the word, yeah, and he was remembering back at the things he had gone through himself and how God had blessed him, and uh, he preached that. I enjoyed that message this morning, yeah. See, because when you have the favor of Almighty God, yeah, when you are in his favor, it's a beautiful place to be. It appears that nothing can go wrong. Yeah, with, with the favor of God on your life. Everything you need will come. You'll go places and people appear to just like you for no reason. 
They don't know you. What's your number? You got a business card. Or, yeah, because you have the favor of God. And people see, uh, it's like they see the good in you. And they don't feel like you'll harm them or hurt them in any kind of way. He talked about pain this morning. Yeah, there are all kinds of pain. Yeah, physical pain, mental pain, spiritual pain. A lot of people say, I've been church hurt. Because they didn't go looking for God, they went there looking for people. When you go looking for God, you're going to find God and nobody can't touch your peace. Nobody can't touch it. I'm like MC Hammer this morning. You can't touch this. But we have to go looking for God and refuse to let nothing stop us from looking for him. Now, if you go to a place and you don't feel God is in this right here that they're doing, I got to go. I can remember one time uh, I had started following the bishop just before I even became his assistant. I started following him around. He says, Barbara, I want you to go to the radio station with me. After that, everywhere he went, I wanted to be there. I would bring the word and he would prophesy. Ooh-wee, you talking about a powerful prophet. I never met another one like him. If he says going to rain and the sun is out at high noon, put your umbrella up here. Because as soon as you walk out the door, the water is going to fall. So I went with him to this church. And uh, he was a priest that night, matter of fact. And he got up before time for him to get up, you know, because when, when the service is going on, he prays and worships. He don't just sit there like a a bump on a pick or not on a log. Now he get up with the people and uh, he praised God. So he got up and got his praise in and everything. And then in a few minutes, they was talking and this and that. He looked at me and he said, come on. <laughs> he gave me the nod, let's go. So we going on out the building and uh, when we get to the car, he said, look, I want to teach you something. I said, okay, Bishop. He said, God is not in it. We don't want none of it. Do you hear what I'm telling you? I said, yeah. He said, now, that was not God moving back there. It was the people. And what the people was looking for is for God to, in other words, just come in and do what they wanted him to do. But they wasn't going to do what he wanted them to do. Uh, needed them to do so that he could bless them. He says, time to go. Yeah, because if you're not going to let God be in it, I can't, I can't have it. And I learned that. I learned that. Shante has been with me, and she gets the sign. When I pick my purse up, it is so much time to go. It is really time to go. So she has learned that over the years. God is faithful to us. He's on our side. And uh, he's for us today. And his word said that if he's for us, he's more than the whole world against us. And we should be for him. And we should let nothing separate us from the love of God. Nothing. And nobody. We, we, we don't want to let nothing and nobody separate us from the love of God because it's Sometimes things happen, and even in your family, it will separate you. 
Because either you're going to do what they do or you're going to stay with God. Because many times they're not believers. On the job. Yeah. You know, wherever you hang out at and the people, we have got to be really, really careful. And let nothing separate us from his love. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm grateful unto him for every lesson, for every trial this morning. Yeah. Every lesson he has taught me, I'm grateful unto him. I thank him for it. Hallelujah. I appreciate it. Because, look, without those trials, I would know nothing. Yeah. I would be behind time, as they say. Many days I would be defeated. Because the trials come to make me strong so I could stand. Because the enemy is coming. No matter what, he come to kill, steal, and destroy. So if I don't go through trials to keep me strong, go through trials to teach me valuable lessons, I won't be able to make it. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. But I thank God for Jesus. Yeah. I thank him. I thank him for his son. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Because without the son, we wouldn't be here. Yeah, we wouldn't be here. He he hadn't found a way to redeem us back to him, but now that he has, we all want to come to him. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Ah, thank you, Lord. Thank you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. There's none like him. His grace and his mercy is sufficient for us. Yeah, all we got to do is just look beyond foolishness and keep moving. Tell God thank you and keep moving. Yeah, because of this, nothing can defeat us if we are obedient. We're walking according to his will the best that we can. We may not be perfect, but we're doing the best that we can. We give in. We're working unto him. All things going to work together for your good because, see, he knows you love him. And he called you to something. Hallelujah. He called you to a work. Oh, my goodness. And it's a great work, a great work. I don't care what it is. You're an usher. If you're just somebody who, when you run into people and you see they got a you problems, you tell them about the goodness of the Lord. If that's all you do. Sometimes you're talking to family about it. Yeah. It's all right today in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So listen, we're going to one more request of the morning. And uh, when we come back, the studio is open. If there's anyone have something they would like to say, please feel free to press that number one and come in today. Hallelujah. For those of you that think that gospel music has gone too far, you think we've gotten too radical with our message. Well, I got news for you. You ain't heard nothing yet. And if you don't know, now you know. Go and go right. Woo! <laughs> you better put them hands together and act like you know up in here. Jesus.
church up in here. Come on.
God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I thank God that we can move. You know, we can hear. We can lift our hands and tell him thank you. We can move our feet and dance before him. Hallelujah. If it ain't nothing but a little shake here and a little shake there, give him something. He's worthy this morning. Hallelujah. All right, Sister Jared, coming at you right now. Good morning. God bless you. How are you? Good morning, Sister Barbara. I'm doing well, very well. I just want to tell God, thank you, Lord. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you, Lord, for the grace. Sometimes we don't recognize that it's grace that has saved us too, but thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you that he allowed me to go out this weekend and come back home safe. He didn't... He gave me so many people to help me around, and oh, it was wonderful. He showed me how he would protect me, even in public. I was very blessed this weekend and every day. So I just want to say thank you, God. Thank you. Amen. Amen. He's that kind of God. A lot of times, you know, we hold back, but he... He's right there to get us through whatever we are going through. And uh, we need him. And so he comes through for us. All we got to do is trust him. He's going to make a way. Yeah, we had no clue this or that could happen. But God knows what's needed. Yeah. And he will supply the need according to his riches and glory. By his son, Christ Jesus. Didn't he, didn't he supply mm-hmm. that need on Saturday? Oh, yeah. Yes, he more than supplied it. Okay. Okay. Every time we turn more around, he supplied it. Yeah. Somebody yeah. helping me. And mm-hmm. I said, Lord, he said, it's time to get out now. You don't like to get out. It, it hurts you to move. You don't want to get out. Mm-hmm. I didn't even want to look in the mirror. I was like, oh. But I looked in the mirror when I got in the car. I said, oh, she did it right. Mm -hmm. So thank God for his mercy, but most of all, his grace. Yes. My grace is sufficient. Amen. Thank God. I I, I had a wonderful time. Yes. The food wasn't good. Okay. Okay, but I still had a wonderful time. Mm-hmm. It was the company that was good. It was the surrounding that was good. Mm-hmm. It was uh, the places we were in. It, it, it was, I was just out the house, and that was good. Mm-hmm. Everything God does is good, and I repent. I wasn't there for the food anyway. Amen. I was there for the company and the surrounding and the fun. Amen. Yes, and that was good. Yes, yes. God is faithful to us, and uh, mm-hmm. he won't keep nothing good from us. We just got to mm-hmm. like a, trust him more, trust him more. Yes. I and when you say move, you got to move. Uh-huh. I listened to this young lady, and she sang, uh, 
feels so sweet to trust in Jesus, just to trust him at his word. Oh, I love the way she sang it. Yeah. And yeah, that's I'm Marvin Wyman's song. Yes, yeah. Just trust in Jesus. Just to rest upon his promise. Hallelujah. All glory to his name. Yes, yes. Because you trust him, he's going to come through because you trust in him. We don't see no way. We don't know no way. We don't know nobody who can do it for us. Only he can. And so when we trust and believe and trust him, he's going to get it done. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. The studio is still open. If there's anyone else have something um, they would like to say, please feel free to press that number one and come in. And I want to leave this one with you this morning. And and if you get time today, read it and meditate in it. The rest of the day, pick it up tomorrow and uh, rest in it again. This is Psalm 27 and and 14. Wait on the Lord. Be of good courage, and he shall strengthen thine heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. And that's what I had to do. And that's still what I have to do. I have to wait on him. I remember, could have been a couple of years ago, could have been three years ago, I was waiting on the Lord to do house repairs and fix this and get that done. Waiting on him. He showed up because I waited and was of a good cheer and did what he said he would do. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. All right, Miss Sion, I'm coming at you right now. Good morning. God bless you. How are you? Good morning, everyone. I'm good. I'm blessed. I'm happy. This <laughs> is the joy of the Lord is my strength. Yes, this morning, the joy of the Lord is my strength. So I just want to get, encourage everyone, no matter what you're going through, no matter what it looks like, tastes like, you think it should be a different way, just trust in the Lord. He will give us the desires of our heart if it's what we're to have and if it's at the right time. So I just want to give everybody encouragement. I miss my Jesus in the morning family. Love you all. Be blessed and be encouraged. Amen. God bless you this morning. God bless you. Yeah, I felt encouraged off that myself this morning. Hallelujah. God is good to us. And there's nothing he won't keep from us if it will work together for our good. Yeah. If it will work for my good, he's giving it to me. Yeah. Sometimes he'll give it. We don't ask. He just go ahead and give it because it's going to work right now for your good. And he knows this is something that you want or this is something that you need. So I'm mm-hmm. going to, yeah. Mm-hmm. I have been having the hardest time with a dentist or a surgeon, all that kind of thing. Got everything I need, my mouth was on one side. They got to go in there and perform surgery. Every time I make the appointment to go for surgery, something always come up. Something always come up. Uh, uh, March the 3rd, I was supposed to go. April the 3rd, yesterday, I, I couldn't go. So I said, well, Lord, I'm going to just wait on you. So they gave me a different appointment date, and I'm going to see what happened on that date. Yeah. 
Because if you honest with the I don't like what I got to have done, but it's, it's got to be done. And after that, then I'm good. Yeah, I am good. And so we thank God for his grace and mercy and his timing. Yeah. And it's already all right today in Jesus' name. Listen, if there's no one else, I will pray us out this morning. And uh, we will go to our last song of the morning, getting out early today. We'll go to our last song of the morning. And uh, we pray the Lord bring us back uh, Friday morning. I may not be here tomorrow and Thursday. I have an appointment tomorrow and I have an appointment Thursday. And on Friday, I should be free. So I'll be back here on Friday morning. And uh, we thank God. We thank God. And I'm praying and asking the Lord to give us something powerful that we will be blessed on Friday beyond our wildest imaginations. And he is able to do it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So if there's someone else, I'm going to mute your mic, Dion. Okay. Okay. I'm going to mute you, Sister Jerry. So we're going to pray out and go to our last song of the morning. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord, for all that has been said and done today. And Father, help us to remember your favor. Are you favor us? We're your children. We're your people. You made us for your pleasure. And Lord, we want to please you. And we're thankful for all you've done. Thankful for what you're doing right now. Thankful for what you're going to do. Your almighty God, Jehovah, that have all power. There is no higher power. And we're grateful this morning that we can call upon your name. David said he called on the Lord. And the Lord heard his cry. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And so, Father, we are calling on you today to lead and guide us in the right path for your name's sake. Bless our families. Bless our homes today. And, Lord, you know what we need. Move by your spirit in a mighty way. Those that stand in the need of finances, move today in a mighty way financially for our glory. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Move financially today for your people. Send unexpected blessings, God. Unexpected money in the name of Jesus. Money makes us happy. Money makes us glad. Father, we want money. Big, big money. And ain't nobody mad today but the devil. And so, Father, we give you glory, honor, and praise. Hallelujah. We thank you for your word. For, Father, your word is a lamp unto our feet, a light unto our path. There's nothing impossible with you. Hallelujah. So we trust you today. We believe in today. That not only you here this morning, but Father, you're going to quickly answer us. If it be your will in the name of Jesus. And we believe it's your will that we are blessed financially this day. So we give you glory, honor, and praise again. Ask it all in Jesus' name. Amen and hallelujah. As we depart, bless our going out. Bless our coming in. Father, again, meet the need in our lives according to your riches and glory by your son, Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. May the Lord watch between me and thee while we are absent, one from another, in the name of Jesus. Go today in love and peace. Share the good news of Jesus and give someone something of quality. God loves the cheerful giver. Have a blessed day. I speak the blessings of Almighty God upon you today. 
in the name of Jesus. So at this time, I'm going to say bye-bye again and have a blessed, blessed day. Thank you.